Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 172. This week on Toy Power, we tackle some more listener questions, and boy, do we have some doozies again. And then we're going to jump into another installment of the Toy Power Quiz. Joining us today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Frank. Hoi hoi. And Darren. Hello, one and all. All right. Should we get into some questions? These are, we're going to do like maybe 40 minutes of questions, see how we get, and then jump into the quiz. And first up from Colin, also known as Fair Play Things, he's talking or he's asking a question about Holy Grails. So I'd like to hear about a bit about how each of you approaches a Holy Grail. We all have many Holy Grails, and thanks to the internet, most of them are within reach but for unlimited funds. What tips takes a holy grail from theoretical concept to opening of the wallet? Is it price point, scarcity, seeing the item up close, fear, completeness, time? A good example, what tipped Fugitoid over the edge on the Dick Tracy blank figure? <laughs> tell us a story, tell us about the one that got away. Ooh. All right, well, I, do you want me to start off? Go for it. This is a fascinating question right and for me i mean i buy a lot of my toys or i bought a lot of my toys probably at what i'd call pretty good time with market prices so like a turnier for example you know that i consider a holy grail but i purchased it back in the early 2000s so it's not the massive investment that it is and and to tell you what if you can snag a holy grail piece for what you consider a bargain price it takes a lot of the decisions out of it. But I'll, I'll flip the table on one of the, the holy grails that I didn't have that luxury. The blank from the Dick Tracy 1990 line, as we've talked about, it got away from me. It eluded me at every point in my collecting journey all the way back to the late 1990s where I remember looking up the blank because it was I collected Dick Tracy mint on card in about 97 and... It was the one figure that was retailing for about $100 back then. <laughs> and like this is the days you were doing money orders, right? Yeah, I, I did wow. a money order to Canada to get the Sam Ketchum figure um, from the Dick Tracy line. And, and I remember, you know, I might have paid like, you know, $15 for that. The blank being $100 was a, a massive item. And I've just watched it go up to the point where last year I was in Melbourne, uh, actually shooting Lego Masters. And the... Went down to Lobo's and there was the blank AFA graded at about seventy five. In store, two thousand one hundred dollars. So it was a it was a very expensive item, mm. and I looked at it and, and I knew it was there because Ben had been and taken a few photos. And, and that I, was that was like uh, in October, so that was good three months prior. Yep. Or yeah, mm. yep. Yep. Fair, fair way. So I knew it was there. And then to, to Colin's point, you know, what makes you jump on it? Because I knew it was there, but 
so for me, actually, seeing it was a big deal. Yep. Seeing it up close for that sort of grail item, inspecting the card, inspecting the quality, um, holding it, seeing it was, it was a big factor. I made a very conscious decision not to buy it on Straight the first. Straight away. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And it was one of those things because it was a massive decision. Yeah. Like it's, a, it's huge. It's an item that's, uh, you know, eluded me for, for you know, you know, 20, 20 odd years. Um, concludes a line that I was pretty much the first vintage line I collected. Um, and there was a point where it was just a bit of, you know, I had the right amount of money from a few things I'd sold. And it was just the perfect lineup of all those factors yeah. to kind of conclude a few things. And for me, space is a big issue. Um, space is, you know, I, I can't just go out and buy a massive line, you know, a big complete set of things because I don't have room for it. So to then focus maybe on, okay, I've sold 50 toys. I don't want to put 50 toys back into the collection. Well, that money actually makes sense going into mm. one item. So there, there was a number of factors for me. Seeing it, holding it in the flesh. Um, and, and also when I did the price... I looked at what was on eBay or what it yep. would cost to get in, and they were hovering around two and a half grand. Plus, I would have had to pay import taxes, ship it, yep. not see it, all that thing. And that that was the clincher. Knowing that, you know, like if, if this was at Lobo's for three grand and I knew I could get it for two and a half online, I probably wouldn't have bought it. Yep. But because it was sort of cheaper than the alternates at the time, even though it was a lot of money financially, it was kind of like this decision seems to stack up. It was two one so, and walk out with it, basically, correct. versus yeah. two, two more than that and shipping and waiting and all that sort of horrible thing. Yeah, um, I'll go now. Basically, very similar to Trent, I, I, if I can hold it in my hand, if I can see it face-to-face, then, then I'm in. There are some turtle stuff that uh, took me a while to hunt down and then when I've seen one in hand, it's like, all right, I'm in. Um, an example I can think of was the actually of Marvel Legends, the giant apocalypse one. Mm, yes, and nice. I, of course, any Marvel Legends collector knows, you know, it's apocalypse, right? Hasbro are never going to make an apocalypse in that size. They may do a Sentinel, which we might see later on. But anyway, um, and we were at uh, one of the one of Brett's toy fairs, I believe, and a guy just had them on his table. He had that and Galactus. Uh, it's like 100 bucks, yeah. which A, is a great price, but B, I didn't have to worry about shipping because something like that is huge. I was able to look if there's any paint scuffs or whatever. This is, you know, a fairly old toy now. Uh, and I think I told this story previously, but at that point I had 50 bucks in my wallet because I'd spent all my money. Uh, and then my mum popped in to see us. She goes, oh, here's 50 bucks. I'm like, and the stars aligned, right? Yeah. To your point, it was, it was meant to be. So... Um, yeah. Uh, also, to Trent's point about you know getting stuff at the, at the a cheaper price because it was years ago. I bought my scratch figure for three hundred dollars, which that was in probably the early two thousand two thousand one thereabouts, and that was huge at the time. That was probably one of the most expensive turtle figures you could go. If if I was to flip that, and no, I'm not going to, Darren. So <laughs> sorry. Um, you know that that's easy eight hundred dollars, and that's no accessories. Um, but still it was that it's and you hear stories like that and you go hell why don't I just buy every expensive item I can get my hands on because this stuff seems to just continually creep up but in direct answer to Colin's question if I can see it uh, I'm there if if the price you know instantly when you hear a price can I can I do that can I justify that internally 
Uh, if you're on the fence, then it's probably leaning towards yes, I'm going to get it because it is classed as a you know quote unquote grail. Mm. All right, for me, it was uh, obviously my Eternia playset uh, was um, coming to the. Uh, pointy end of my Masters Universe collection, my vintage one, and uh, I almost had everything, right? But, of course, Eternia is just far too expensive, and the uh, classic case of Eternia not actually getting a wide release here, if um, much of all outside of Adelaide. Um, so... Uh, what happened was um, this guy, I, I will call it, you know, he was called Sean. He used to do a lot of um, part deals, sales type thing. He was well renowned as a, you know, very uh, upper class salesman and did a lot of deals and uh, things. And he would buy a complete attorneys and then part shop them out, right? right. To, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like, um, right, here's the chains, here's the um, the claws, here's the uh, tracks, here's the... And he'd, he'd make, you know, probably $2,000 more than what he would if he sold it as yep. a complete set. So very smart uh, way of doing business. And I'd watched one of them go come and go, right? And uh, then it was just after tax time and everyone had picked through the attorney, but what's left the actual physical the uh, towers mm. the the th- all three towers and a couple of bits and i said uh look you know i'm keen and he said okay right um and he he was at the end of like look i've only got i've got the three towers and i've got two other things left and there's no way i could shell out for what they were going three grand let's say you know australian for a completed journey i didn't have that sort of money but i did have 800 bucks say right and i could afford but including shipping at the three towers and he sort of wrote because he's a great businessman he wrote me into buying other parts <laughs> that had nothing to do with the tower but would overall because they, they were the parts he had yeah, that yeah. he had left he just so wanted to clear inventory he, exactly so he bundled them together <laughs> however when i got that it was just you know like that yippee yay yay um squeal that i make um and uh so he actually he actually took it to the post office yeah. and they quoted him price he's like nope no i Sorry, he messaged me. I've got to take it home. If I make the box, you know, at two inches oh, smaller, wow. uh, I, I can save like $70 on postage Ooh. to Australia. So he repacked it again to, to shorten the box, less, less um, yeah. you know, uh, you know, foaming and things like that, uh, cushioning and that. But it arrived perfectly. And then I watched him do that uh, sale of attorney part, parting out about three or four times. And each time mm. I had a bit of money, you know, saved and I just, bit, you know, oh yeah, I can have a, the, the arms on a tourney. I could have a monorail piece just to the front <laughs> and oh, I'll grab the chains for the snake. And, you know, I just think, and then just through those little, you know, grabbing those bits from him, a few sales in Australia, a couple of eBay, you know, yeah. click offs. I was able to part piece together a complete, a hundred percent complete attorney. now with repo tracks yeah. and repo windshield on the little um, gun turret. And that's co- probably cost me thousands of dollars more than it would have if I in shelled out in yeah. one go. But I, I couldn't, you know, my wife ah. would kill me if I <laughs> dropped that much money on one piece. Yeah. And she, she didn't see the money, you know, exiting, so to speak. <laughs> little bits at a time. That's and, called skimming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was over the course of, that wasn't over the course of, you know, uh, six months. That was like 
talking three years. Yeah. And the day I got that last piece to complete my tourney, it was a bit of a few cartwheels in the backyard and <laughs> such. And I was really lucky that I was able to do that because since then, I don't think I've seen another attorney be part pieced right. out. They've yeah, they've just they've just, just gone dry, up, dried up, dried up uh, as uh, the you know lines gotten older and uh, you know more and more people. Uh, get their attorneys and then that that's it they, yep. they're in their forever home so to speak so uh, that's my way of doing things and um, it's a lot more expensive than buying it you know outright but it was the only way I was able to afford it yeah. uh, to do it over um, sort of to lay by it so yeah. to speak that's what yeah. I like See, to think I love that it. because that's it's a bit it's like a labour of love story mm. it's like the, the longest ever it's Lego like built over yeah exactly it's piece by piece and then it means so much more to you than someone who's just shelled out three grand and okay now I'm, I'm done so I, I even brilliant it was at the perfect time of my toy room uh, period as well because I was redoing my toy room and I waited until to do the <laughs> He-Man wall until I had the tower there so I could you know room. shape the yep. the shelving above it uh, <laughs> to make sure it fit so it was just at the perfect time as well for for that so excellent mm. excellent all right on to our next oh sorry oh, Darren. Darren sorry yeah that's right um, out of sight out of mind <laughs> so so for me I guess getting into a holy grail is sometimes something I wrestle with doing or not doing and it's often a bit of a slight burn for me i'll be reading and researching about a line or collecting it or or reading you know more and more about that piece that elusive piece and that'll sort of set the fire in me that okay yeah i have to look at this more closely um then i'll start looking at prices and i'll, I'll find out if i can or can't afford it um like, like others you know tony was a, a big one for me um and I remember getting that, and that was 90% complete. And, and then, like Ben, you know, finishing off the rest, you know, um, as they came up for options. The one that got away, because I know we're talking, um, the question asks about one that got away as well. The one that got away for me, it's only fairly recent, um, within the last year, um, the undercover version of Mikey from the original Playmates Turtles line. I was following a complete one on loose complete one on eBay and I actually did bid on it towards the end of that auction um, and you know was hoping that I was going to get it but um, it ended up going for, for more than what I could afford at the time what, and, what did they go for these days? I just had to call it um, for what it was for a loose yeah. figure as rare as it was I just had to call it it just wasn't my night to get it I don't, I don't know about what sort of time period you're talking down if you're looking for one now like thousand bucks yeah easy. i thought so but yeah yeah for yeah, yeah. look it went for over a thousand bucks it was it was less than a year ago it was probably about september october last year yeah went well over when it, it's, it went well it's over at the point where i'm considering going do you know what i would learn how to sew just so i can make four little trench coats and put them on yeah. four regular turtles because that's going to be way cheaper yeah yeah, it is yeah. going to be way tri- tri- cheaper. You're right. The sewing lessons are cheaper than, <laughs> exactly. than, um, than buying it. I, I just saw it on there and, and, you know, I got tempted by it and, and thought if I can get it at a price that I can afford to pay and I'm willing to pay, I'll, I'll, I'll have it. But it went for well over a grand and I sort of had a cutoff point. I think it's important point. to have those, idea, uh, yeah. to know your limits. Yeah. yeah. Just quickly touching on the uh, one that got away story, uh, in related to that, uh, Tyranno Shredder. Yes. I, and, yeah. And, yeah. and Ben yeah. knows this. I, I bid on one quite seriously. It was right after Toy Fair. I'd, uh, the first time that I'd sold a bunch of stuff, so I, I was cashed up. And again, eBay, it was complete. 
was loose, but bid, 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 and then it just got to a point where you go, I feel uncomfortable spending this yeah. amount of money. Yeah, because Frank it. actually even uh, reached out to me and said, is it okay if I get this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I didn't want to like go, yeah, yeah, I've got this. Yeah. And Ben's like, we're no longer friends. Yeah, because like- yeah. I remember, I mean, I, um, I remember back probably eight to ten years ago where you could buy a mint on card signed by... Um, uh, Kevin Eastman, <laughs> right? Um, you know, I Tyrone Shadow, three hundred dollars by it now, right? And Ooh, I, I, I used to always go online, look up shredders, see that there. It was like there for a good year. Oh, wow! And now to think that uh, they just a, a loose one goes for you know six seven hundred dollars yep. complete. Uh, it's it's um, yeah, it makes me cry. <laughs> <laughs> so. Mm. All right. Next question comes from Eric Coppen. He's got two questions, but we'll start with the first one. What is one toy line or individual toy that you always wanted as a kid and now even want as an adult but never got nor will most likely never get and why? So his example is the T-Rex with the Rulons from the Dino Riders. Um, drooled over it while he was watching cartoons with the commercials in it and boy those commercials were insane the way they made all those things move and look like they were in real settings Um, still love it as an adult but it's such a large piece and it's quite expensive don't know where to put it Um, for me one of the one of the lines that I've just wanted so so badly and being a mint on card collector it's just well out of my price range so I know I'm never going to pursue it. Is Thundercats, um, LJN? It you know like a lino will go for you know, well over a grand um, on card really? now. Wow. Yeah, wow. inbox lino. I mean they had one at Lobos. I think it was well. I don't even. I mean I didn't even want to look at the price. <laughs> um, but there's some really expensive stuff in that line. But the particular item that I probably will never get loose or box is the lair, the Thundercats lair, yeah, yeah, because yeah, one yeah. it's expensive and um, and two it's so big that i just don't have space for it and quick shout out i know trent is going to hate me for doing this but trent's mum put his thundercats lair out on the sidewalk <gasps> while he was over in adelaide and she's back in perth and it's just that haunts me oh, wow. to this very day and it probably haunts him you know Hmm. A lot worse. And just than think, it. there's a podcaster out there saying, <laughs> "Can't believe I was driving along one day and I picked up a cat's lair off the sidewalk." <laughs> so, Either that, I, there's someone forced... at home sitting there now thinking that I remember when that was my latest score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, horrible story though. Um, you feel you feel for him. Yeah, I have to relate to the T Rex. However, I did uh, <laughs> act, act on that, and I bought I bought two in, in eventually because I I bought one that was incomplete, and I me being the um you know completest that I am, I couldn't deal with that, so I bought that one one that was complete. Anyway, so um, it, it, I found this question quite hard because I had to think of the things I wanted as a kid. There's a yep. lot of things I've discovered as an adult, like yep. I didn't Sectors. know about sector. That's yeah. right. Otherwise, the hive would be number one, um, you know, thing on, on my list. So I went realistically, and I went with the Tyco Crash Dummies vehicle, the Jackknife Formula One oh, car, right? Yep. 
So, and they're, they're, I think they did two uh, Formula One cars. This the black. Uh, this jackknife racer is the black version, yep. and black's always cooler than any other color um, around, uh, especially on vehicles and things. In my opinion, <laughs> so and the reason I'm never going to get this is because uh, my brother, uh, me, my brother and I collected crash dummies as kids, and uh, I was sort of that age where uh, I was, you know, probably shouldn't have been collecting toys, but I still did, and we pulled our money together, and you know. Uh, bought a lot of the uh, items and things to uh, make grow our collection, you know, stronger and stuff. And so when mum was parting out the toys, I took all the Lego and such, and Andrew took all the Tyco Crash Dummies, uh, which was, you know, I, I was massive respect. And since then, I've always helped him grow on his collection. Every time I see Crash Dummies, and I tell you what, they're not very, they're few and far between, yeah. uh, they go, I buy them for his collection. So if I ever find a jackknife racer, uh, as much as I'd love to keep it and hold on to it forever because it's just a, such a cool looking vehicle, it's going his way. So, yeah. Mm. Very cool. Yeah. I love so, that you look out for him what like, that's awesome. That's it, yeah. Yeah. So, look, for me, uh, probably the ones I remember as a kid was actually some Lego sets. Um, I The Lego pirate ship, that, that classic, that first amazing pirate ship with the, the cloth sails and everything. My neighbor at the time as a kid actually had it. So, in my mind, I've played with it heaps. Uh, and then, you know, we moved away and, and then I'm just like... Now I want it, <laughs> and of course, to, life. exactly yeah. to try and find that now is just uh, ridiculous as far as cost and and stuff. So I'm never going to get that. That's fine. The other one I sort of had in my mind was the giant Bebop and Rocksteady from yeah. the Vintage Turtles line. You can mm. get the original four turtles fairly cheaply these days. Bebop and Rocksteady, good luck. Yeah, like yeah, yeah they're not. And um, I'd love to have them as the completest in me, but. I just, you know, for the money for those two, I could get another 10 figures to, to help flesh things why, out. Why they never made a shredder is beyond me, but then that would be something I'd, you know... That's another yeah, one for your list, yeah, isn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty hard for you to resist as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. For so sure. maybe they did your favour. Yes, so yeah. true. They yeah. made a knockoff splinter in that range, but yeah, in that giant range. Yep, hmm. true. Cool. Darren, what about you? So for me, I'm going to say the Supernaturals line. And the reason why I'm going to single that out is I, I remember seeing that. I remember people probably remember me alluding to the, on here, the presentation that was held at John Barden's in Rundle Mall back in the day where, uh, you know, um, they were showing these toys that weren't released on a screen and just what do you think of them and gauging a reaction. Then I remember them actually hitting retail and and really liking them and being taken by them. But now to find you know the you know find them complete and that I just think it it would be a, such a tough ask that I just don't envision that I'm going to have that happen. Um, you know, and they just don't come up that that no. often. Mm. They're, they're very breakable and those damn holograms on their chest uh, you, yeah. you get a drip of water on them and they're, they're ruined and uh, the glue around them they get a bit of a border of um, stain around them yep. that uh, I think just over time it's just going to get even worse so uh, I, yeah come and I admire my right. collection <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so I'll just have to settle for um, you know getting my fix of them whenever I'm over my good friend Ben's that's house. it that's, that's it, it. He, has, he has a good collection of them yeah, no, yeah. that's right alright second question from Eric was around the what's your favourite toy line from your childhood that has not 
had any sort of revival. Mm. A line was here and gone and never returned. And he's talking about his being army ants. Uh, he loved those figures so much personality. Didn't say Battle Beast because I count Beast Saga line from Takara a few years back as a revival of sorts, which I think is fair enough. Yeah. Um, even though they're not up to the quite up to the no, standard of those no. originals. Um, Frank, what do you what do you think here? For me, I went with Centurions. Yo, yeah, good call. You know, yeah. I, I, yep. I, I'm a big fan of toys that allow you to uh, change, change, combine them. Like Lego is a wonderful example. It has that inbuilt creativity where you can make it look it doesn't have to look like on the box you can make it do whatever you want and centurions had that for me they're large chunky figures it's it's futuristic weaponry type stuff oh, this seems like a slam dunk to me to try and recreate maybe not at the, the sort of large eight nine inch uh, scale they were originally but do something like that in a, a six inch scale with weapons that can plug in in all different configurations uh, maybe it's a, a. I can't even tell you who had the rights to it originally. Was it LJN off the top yeah. of my head? No, Kenner, wasn't it? Kenner. Okay. Can't think of it. Yeah, I believe it was Kenner. Kenner yeah. 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 Okay. So, think, yeah. you know, I, I don't understand why it hasn't happened mm. already. Hasbro, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so I'm going to go, I think Trent's going to uh, expand on mine, but uh, I'm going to go Dino Riders. Uh, the yeah. fact that we haven't, and we've talked about this numerous times, Many why times. <laughs> Dino Riders hasn't made a uh, you know second wave. My next one was like uh, Skeleton Warriors, but then I realised they did a Kickstarter and they had um, the Baron and a generic uh, Skeleton Warrior yep. uh, Kickstarter. So that was, um, you know been and gone in the blink of an eye uh so my next one after that was tiger sharks you know mm. give give me yep. yeah. a t-ray like I, i'd settle for uh, a couple of villains and uh, be done with it but you know with the excitement that super seven are getting silver hawks it'd be yes. awesome to have uh you know the whole range in in the same scale as uh well, wouldn't it just yeah you know uh thundercats uh silver hawks mm. and uh tiger sharks definitely so. darren what have you got on your list so I struggled with this one. This is a good, fun question, and people probably um, in the Toy Power Studio probably know why I struggled with this. For 25 to 35 years, depending which line you go with, I would have said Defenders of the Earth. <laughs> so I yep. can no longer say either of them. Yep. Thank you, Necker and Super 7. <laughs> so I have um, gone with um, Hook from the, the 1991 um, Mattel line. And I would lock in as an honourable mention Kenner's Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Yeah. I think the problem with movie lines is that unless there's here another here movie mark. now, and there has been a couple of Robin Hood movies since that one, but that's yep. your own, uh, assuming that new movie goes big, that's your only chance of getting a, a bit like what we're seeing with Ghostbusters, where they're yep. literally releasing the same figures in honour of a, an upcoming uh, movie. So That, that yeah, being absolutely. said, uh, uh, NEC is just releasing their 100th Predator, so who <laughs> well, would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, it's honestly, interesting, isn't it? Yeah, who yeah. would have thought that uh, good old little Predator would mm. uh, last 100, uh, you know, highly articulated, adult-orientated collector series. So. Mm. It's done well. The so little the little alien that could. Um, <laughs> uh, look, for me, it was Dino Riders, hands down, for this question. Yep. Um, I know we've talked about the ability to do it, what they would look like, how they would be able to replicate it in today's market for kids. And I think the closest we got to Dino Riders was that Imagine X they did sort of like a bit of a dinosaur line and then I think that Lanyard Toys did those kind of 
dinos with weapons and a few riders on it. And I don't sort of think thing, we even saw them in Australia. No, I, I, I never saw them. frustrating. Yeah, well, you know what? Actually, I saw the other day. I was in a... Was it a big W? And I saw the... Ram, was it Rampage? Jumanji. No, Jumanji. That's what it was. Yeah, and it was like a... Uh, a mammoth or something. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I thought, okay, that was cool. But look, we really haven't had a Dino Riders revival per se, and that's, I think, it's owned what has uh, was Tyco into into Hasbro. Yeah. So, look, no Mattel. That uh, Mattel, sorry, yeah, Mattel. Yeah. Um. So I think it would make sense to do a revival of some sort. And and look, really, you get a dinosaur toy. You know what they're doing with Jurassic World. You chuck some armor on it. And you put a little figure on it, and and I think that that'd be almost enough to get it across the line. That'd be the plot of the new Jurassic Park movie. I, it? Yeah. Oh, bring it on! Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> so yeah, no, nah, that would be very it's a very poetic film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we've got time probably for one more question before we head into the quiz. Um, but this one's from Trenton Barrett. And he said, if you had to knock out one, or maybe two if you're feeling brain, brave, lines which are currently on display in your collections, which one or ones would go? Frank, do you want to kick this us is, off? This is a terrible question. Yep. Yes. Like, it is, isn't it? Um, uh, I struggled with this. Initially, I said uh, my Masters classics, just the, the newer stuff, keeping my vintage stuff. That said, I have recently picked up about a half dozen more of them, so I'm finding that difficult to to let go. Look, in truth, it would. I honestly, uh, Thundercats. Thund- yep. Yeah, my vintage Thundercats. Everything else, I'm just going. Oh, I just, uh, I, I, I can't. Um, I mean, if you're allowed to sort of piecemeal it out and say, you know, some of the modern turtle lines, maybe, but if you're talking a, a property as a whole, I'm, I'm never giving up my turtles. Uh, my Marvel Legends are going to stay. Uh, Transformers has got to stay. You know, my Vintage Masters has to stay. Supergirls, like, I, I just... There's a, a whole lot of non-negotiables in there. Uh, Thundercats, I, I picked... I was fortunate enough to pick up a whole bunch in one go, and whilst I do... You know, have love for the property. If uh, if I had to pick one, that's probably where I'm going. Mm. Uh, I for me, it, uh, it this was really hard because I've just cleared all my DC Lego off my mm. shelving. It's still uh, residing in my toy room in tubs, and uh, I need to sort that through and photogra- photograph it, sort it, and uh, try and sell it. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's my one easy go to uh, for this answer, but. Um, you know, if I if if I was placed in this predicament uh, tomorrow, so to speak, it, I'd almost be inclined to halve my transform G one Transformers uh, collection again. Uh, wow! I, I just I just there's nothing else I want to choose. You know, yeah. I bought same deal with you with your Thundercats. I bought all my um, Skeleton Warriors in one lot, so it's like oh that rush of oh my gosh, look at this awesome collection, and then oh that's it. it it's it's done now. It doesn't grow. You know? It yeah, doesn't grow. Like exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I get a couple of. Uh, you know, trading cards and things, and to keep me um, to keep the palette wet, but that's it. You mm. know, uh, so it's difficult. But I love them. They take one beautiful shelf. You know, they fit on that shelf. Done, dusted. Yep. You know, uh, whereas uh, the Transformers take up so many shelves. It's like if I could just squish them in, I could make more room for other things. I could venture out for my battle beast and buy you know find some more play sets or something um don't think i'll ever go down the laser beasts you know but i could i could expand on existing toy lines around that circumference of the room that's the thing when you start looking at it going oh if only that line or that figure or that whatever wasn't there 
that's that's the cue, right? Yeah. And that's what I, when I significantly downsized my Transformers collection, that's exactly what I was saying. Going, if only the Cybertron stuff wasn't there, if the um, da, 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 and then that eventually turned into, well, why am I talking about mm. it? Let's 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 move it yeah, on. Yeah, because because um, a couple of years ago, I did get everything post movie. Um, you know that's eighty six movie. Yeah. I pretty much sold everything that came. So Ultra Magnus, Hot Rod, um, yeah, right. you know all those characters. Galvatron, I sold all them. They got snapped up pretty quickly. Yeah, Didn't have any do. problems selling them. I kept Nor because I like um, I like him, the Shark Con. Uh, and then, um, but now I'm left with that predicament again. Like they're just locked in in that corner of the room and I've they're my sort of some of my oldest toys as well I've enjoyed them for 20 plus years almost um move them from house to house and Mm. things like that so uh I've I just it's never going to grow any bigger I don't think so that's fair uh, I I absolutely love the toy line love the characters love the you know history the genre everything but uh yeah you know in, in 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 an effort to expand yeah. other things, yeah. that, that right. may have cool. to, yeah, yeah. Darren, so I don't have much on display right now, as as the gentleman on the show would know. But I do have some things on display, and I have some things, samples of different lines on display in in the living room, um, just to sort of give people a taste of it if they come in. Uh, you know, there's some master, vintage Master Universe alongside some classics, some. Um, DC vintage or Batman vintage and, and some modern stuff and um, also, you know, some vintage turtles and some Necker turtles. Um, one thing I do have but not a lot of on display is I have two Toy Island Robocop figures and as hard as it would be to take anything <laughs> down or out of that current scenario, they would probably be to- the So when you say Toy, <laughs> Toy Island Robocop, are they 80s? Are they vintage? Or? 90s. They're 90s. 90s. Like Toy Island Right, okay. These yeah. are... These came in like '98, I think. Oh, um, very late. Not so, so, okay. so wait, a lot. wait a minute. Yeah, the but... question was: get rid of a toy line. You picked two figures. <laughs> Does this not I seem did. like a bit of a cop well, out to anyone it's, else? It's on display. I mean, he's being—he's—he's <laughs> he's technically he's, right. He's technically, yeah. Here's Ben talking about Transformers. I'm talking about Thundercats. Toy Island Robocop. <laughs> Not even Kenner Robocop. <laughs> Toy Island Robocop. Two, two figures. Lock it in. Name me another toy line that Toy Island did. Well, Toy Island are like the Lanyard of uh, <laughs> right. the toy world. Right. That says a lot then. Captain Crunch. Yeah. He's, Captain Crunch sat on the pegs, didn't he, for ages. Which, which take, takes up a grand uh, footprint of uh, four centimetres square. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so lock it in, gentlemen. Okay. Um, Robocop 98. Toy on two figures, they're coming down. Jeez. Um, I mean, I could take the easy way out. I've got actually, I've got a lot of stuff on display. Well, you know, technically, that technically there's only one complete line in that living room. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. No lines. Yeah, no, 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 that line is superpowers. Yep, yep. No, that's not going anywhere, is it? (laughs) No, my God, no, it's not. (laughs) Well, I've got, in fact, one of the one of the mint on card lines I've got relatively prominently it's not prominent but i've got the Waterworld line on display <laughs> that, that, so that's an and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that oh, oh, i've uh, get davy davy's ring, <laughs> ringing me hey, he must have heard us okay <laughs> um when, when i davy's listening to this on a live stream right yeah, now that's he's, it. he's got that's a photo it. of Somehow. Trent and a, and yeah. a knife, yeah. you know Norman Bates psycho stuff mm. um 
So I, look, there's lines like that. I could get rid of biker mice there on display. Like, things that have you got biker mice? Yeah, I've got some biker mice stuff. I don't have the whole. I've got like maybe eight figures. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, but I, I want to make this significant. Yeah, I want to make this significant. And really think about what what do I have in my toy room that's a massive chunk and that, I know, that would hurt to say goodbye yeah now, like yeah. I have to really think because I am I, this is a, a real thought for me what you know at the moment I'm clearancing some doubles and, and triples and things right like that's an easy they're easy calls but at some yep. point to clear the room I kind of want to, to get everything fitting properly I'm going to have to make a big call and, and one of the things I put on the chopping block was say DC Universe Classics like right so, and I'm not going there yet because I've got like 20 waves of those figures. Jeez. And there's there's a nod to kind of superpowers in there. There's a lot of those, you know, it's my quintessential kind. And then like it's, if I get rid of DC Universe Classic, what about all those things that came after that? You know, like Mattel, Maddie Collector did the figures and yep. it, it, it's sort of, oh, and I just, I don't want to clear bits. Anyway, so I'm not going to talk about that today. What about your jumbo superpowers now that you've got the nah. loose nut? Okay. Nah, I, I, I want to you keep like them. them. But yep. they take, look, they're big. They take up a lot of room, even though there's not a lot of them. So where they're I got to... really nice mint on card Yeah, example. it gives me that, yeah, that card. card. Correct. I'm the same. I couldn't part with them either. Um, now, Frank, this might be controversial because you, you did allude to it sort of with your turtles. Mm-hmm. What what? But I'm gonna I'm gonna call it out regardless. So for me, after the 2003 line, like I love that line, and I, I wouldn't get rid of that. But then Turtles hits a bit of a, a downer before you get back into kind of like Necker in my in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got the the 2007 movie stuff, yep. Which I'm like, yeah, do I? Yeah. Like, do I, I really didn't even need know that? you had some of that. Yeah, like I've got yeah. the whole wave. Like, okay. like, and look, I loved it at the time, and it was new turtle stuff. Yeah, yeah. But do I need that? And then that that raises the question around the Nickelodeon stuff again. I collected the entire yep. Nickelodeon run, and you know, like, I like the figures, hmm. and I, I had them. I had them actually out the other day as I was rearranging my toy room. Um, and, and as you can imagine with Mint on Card I've got things hidden behind things um, so a lot of the, this sort of turtle stuff has been relegated to not being necessarily front of front of line but this is what came up was I was thinking could I kind of cull that middle you know I've got a bit of the rise stuff as well like could I just get rid of all of that middle turtle stuff and just keep vintage 2003 and then Necker kind of like yeah. Yeah, and that, good that's, I uh, don't think you should too many tears over getting rid of Rise. No, and I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't because you bought them for damn good price, didn't you? Like under ten dollars. They're, they're around ten dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, yeah. Uh, look, and that's that's neither here nor there. But but look, it would hurt to kind of clear out the Nickelodeon stuff. That would actually kind of. I do have a connection to that. Yeah, yeah. But it's just not as strong as my connection to the other things. Like I think, sure. like Ben, what you said about Transformers, you know. These are tough decisions. Yep. They're, they're they're hard and and, but you know, like I think to your point, Frank, when you sort of cleared out your transforms, you were sort of looking at it and going, "If only I didn't kind of have that up there." Yeah. And and that's to me the perfect time. With I think certainly with two thousand and seven turtles, it's like I don't even know if I really like those designs yeah. that much. Honestly, that's what uh, apart from sort of next mutation, but that's the one iteration of the turtles I've just I think I've got one figure and that's cuz a relative gave it to me thinking it was adding to the collection. I I have issues with the way those toys are just designed purely. Yeah. And the movie itself pretty solid when it comes to turtles movies, but 
yeah, those figures are just yeah. I saw I had all my Minton card. I sold them at a Mega Toy Fair yeah. a, a long time ago. I remember I had five or something left, and I put a hundred bucks on and some like last hour of the yeah, um, show. Someone uh, some girl bought them, yeah. including the Raf on the motorbike, the motorbike, which is uh, you know now highly sought after. Yeah. But at the time, I needed the space, and they are. Mm. Uh, it's a lot of real estate for a yeah, for seven sure. inch uh, scale turtle. So yeah, absolutely. Mm. All right, very good. Well, thanks to everyone for sending in those questions. And if you do have any questions you do want to ask us, um, get in touch. We love to hear your questions and we love going through them. So much fun to chat too. We've still got a few uh, yeah, in, the, still, in the bank well, that yep. we haven't uh, answered. So if, you, if you've written in and we haven't answered, uh, trust we'll, us that we will get to it we eventually. We will get to them for sure. We certainly will. We're all looking forward to it. All There's right. provoking stuff there. Yeah, definitely. Let's jump into our next segment. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Time to start thinking because the quiz master's back. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> can, can I top my um, Hamish Star Wars oh, You quiz? killed that one, mate. <laughs> you killed that one, and I reckon you might smash this one as well. <laughs> uh, so, um, but then again, you have the competition from Frank and Ben as well. So, um, for those not in the know, I'm doing the quiz in this episode, and there is a theme to it. And the theme is properties that... Um, Darren Fink's Necker are doing justice to. Okay. okay. Question number one. Date of the US release of the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Wait, who's, who, are we, who are we starting with here? Or is, it is this all open in? to everyone? Well, how are we doing uh, this? What's sorry, the format? Sorry, sorry. Why don't we start with Frank? Because you're the one. We're working the screen order. So okay. start with Frank. So go to the question again. The when the date of the US release for the 1990 original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. 1990. <laughs> <Got> it. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Ding. Next. So, so what, he wants month and date. Which day? Oh, just because you know it was a warm summer's eve when it was released, <laughs> like doesn't mean I remember. Um, Slight chill on the air. I, Does anyone want to? There wasn't a, there was an anniversary for it not too long ago. I thought you might have seen it. I think I shared it. Like um, yeah, see, I don't. There was I don't, actually don't, an anniversary acknowledgement of it. So it's, mate, I, I struggled so to remember. Pretty, I struggled so to remember my kids' gone. birthdays and the wife's birthday. Now you're asking me to remember this this birthday. I, you know what, Darren? Um, I can remember where I was when we found out this film was coming out. I can remember yep. that precise location at school where I was. <laughs> And, and I still go there now. Like, I'm still... Like, I, I can see that bit of the school. This is where I was when I was talking about the 1990 movie, that it was actually happening. Um, I can't remember the date, though. <laughs> okay. That's pretty cool. Ben? Nah, mate. <laughs> 30th of March, 1990. March. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, the next question is to Trent, because he's the next one that I see on the screen. So, approximate running time of the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. So, think back to when you watched it. How long was it run for? Uh, was it... You don't have to get it down to the very minute. I, I reckon it was about 118 minutes. I was going to go 130. I'll go 101. <laughs> and I'm going to go 93 minutes. Yes. Oh! 93? Wowzers. Yeah. yeah. It's quite short. Yeah, yes, all, those, short. all those films are around an hour and a half. Yeah, so. right. And, and the secret yeah. of the is even shorter. It's only in the last... 
and 10, an hour and 25. 10 years that they've started to break that two-hour mark yeah, and right. it's okay now to go yeah. into a cinema session for three hours. Sure. Uh, so, um, yeah, they were, they, you, they, you know, Aliens the, was cut down to an hour and a half and yep. the, all that extra footage that made the story more, com, you know, knowledgeable yeah. was cut because uh, it's unheard of, yep. you know. Yep. So what was it, 88 minutes? 93. 93. 93. Right. There you go. Mm. Cool. That's good. So uh, the next question is to Ben. And name the character that appeared in both the 1990 film and first sequel, The Secret of the Use, but to date has never had an action figure released. Casey Jones. Oh, no. It never t- had an ca- uh, action figure. Okay. Released in both films. Oh, I know. Um, hmm. Dan wasn't in the no. the second one. Nope. Uh, as a villain. As a villain. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, the Shredder's henchman man. What's yeah. his name? Uh, Starts with a T. T- Tatsu. That's hey, it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Good yeah. work. You smashed it. That's it. Yeah. No help from anyone. <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> unassisted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so back to Frank now. Yep. Name the retro Konami produced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game that features Tatsu as a villain, as a boss. As a... So retro vintage. Uh, would have to be Turtles in Time, wouldn't it? Was he in that? Well, Turtles in Time is the one where they can go all over the place. Uh, he wasn't in the tournament fighter one. He's not. Uh, he wasn't in the, obviously the. It wasn't in the obviously the original arcade one. I'm trying to think unless there's another Konami game I'm missing. Anyone else in the uh, room? No, I don't know. If it, if it isn't Turtles in Time, unless there was. Oh, he wasn't in uh, bloody Ninja Turtles Melee or something, was he? Oh, Mutant Melee. No, that no. was that Konami. No, that's not vintage, is it? No, no okay. it is vintage. You say? But, yeah. yeah, vintage okay. retro. No, I don't know. Yeah, no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist. Oh, was that like number four type thing? Like they did that, they did two, and there was... Maybe that was three. Four was Turtles in Time. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I I remember the name. It was released exclusively on the Sega Mega Drive, also known as the Sega Genesis overseas. I was a a Nintendo boy, so I never saw that game. It's very heavily based. Ah, okay. Yeah, but has some significant and subtle changes along the way so yeah it was released on that console only right there you go so changing gears and i believe we're up to trent yep yep name the back to the figure shown um at new york um toy fair that we have to wait the longest for back to the future yeah back to the future figure yeah that we have to wait the longest for so Uh, think about four figures Two were shown at New York Toy Fair. Which one do we have to wait the longest for? It's the Marty McFly dressed up in the um, hazmat suit. That's right. I would have said none of them because it involves time travel. So. <laughs> ah, booyah. <laughs> Slightly played. Slightly played. And Ben, yep. we're up to you. Name the two actors to portray Jennifer pa- Parker, oh, Marty McFly's girlfriend, <laughs> in the Back to the Future trilogy. No, pass. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. No, I got no idea, man. Anyone want to take a stab at it? No. No. No? No. So we have Claudia Wells, who played Jennifer in the first film, was unavailable for the sequels because she was caring for her mother, so the role was recast with Elizabeth Shue. Ah, okay. 
Yeah, I think the recasting was good. She's way hotter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, back so to Frank. Yep. Yep. Yes, from Frank. Yep. Okay. So, name name of the Twin Pines Mall or shopping center after Marty. Um, so, if you think back to the beginning of Back to the Future, it's the Twin Pines shopping mall um, where Doc yep. shows Marty the DeLorean for the, the time machine for the first time and sends Einstein in the future. It's also where Marty leaves 1985-1955. What is the name of that same shopping centre after he returns to 1985 after interfering with history for a week in 1955? I should know this, actually. And I've got a buddy of mine who's almost as big a Back to the Future fan as you, Darren, and he'd be very (laughs) disappointed in me that I'm probably going to get this wrong. Um, Is it Shady Pines? It's not Shady Pines. Anyone else want to take a step? Uh, no, nah, I can't. It's some. It. It's some play on the tree thing, and um... it is. It, it is some play on the tree thing. It's the Lone Pines Mall. Lone Pines. Yeah. Because Marty crashes into that's, one of those. That's right. Oh, takes the tree out. Yeah, right. I remember. When he goes into yeah. 1955, he destroys it. Yeah. So there's right. no longer. The lone. There's no longer yep. two of them. Makes perfect when sense. When they. When Very they. Um, damn it. When they redevelop for the shopping centre, yep. so he orders history um, ever so subtly there. Yeah, Trent, name the release dates for the announced NECA Back to the Future movie trilogy figures. So, you know who they are. We talked talked about them only recently on Twitter Power, um, the four that are coming. Name the months that we're expecting them to drop as announced. At when, this whenever Randy says so. Uh, well, there's, there's dates announced. I'm saying uh, June, August, and November. So I have August for the first one for Marty, September for 1955 Biff and 2015 Marty, and December, December. for the Marty and the Radiation. Well, I'll, I'll take your dates over my made-up dates. <laughs> 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 and that brings us to, to Ben. Yep. Year the um, vintage Defenders of the Earth Galoop toy line launch. Oh, okay, that's a, I mean, it's a good guess. One, um, I'm going to say 86. Anyone else got anything? Or 84? Yeah, I was going to go 85. And Mr. Allen is correct. 85. Uh, yeah. Randy also made mention of it being the 35th anniversary when he unveiled them at New York Toy uh, Fair on Pixel Dan's video. And yeah, so it's good old 1985. Nice. So that brings us back to Frank. Name any of the two children the, the main characters had in the cartoon series that did not feature uh, action figures in the vintage line. Wait, we're still talking Defenders? Defenders, Defenders yeah. Okay. We are, sorry, yeah, Defenders of the Earth. So yeah. what am I, the the, the kids yeah. who didn't have Name a toy any, line? any of the two. You don't have to get them all, any of the well, two. Because all four of them, none of them got yeah. figures in the toy line. Well, um, there's more than four if you include Meg's offspring. Oh yeah, the yeah, like, yeah. like so, trying to be. Ah, uh, see all the names. Two. Um, oh, Eric, <laughs> Nancy, Phantom uh, <laughs> no, Junior, and um, Little Phantom. Isn't, yeah. isn't the Phantom kid always called <laughs> no, the Phantom? I, I swore it was like Eric. Is it Flash. Was the Phantom? Like the kid's name was Eric Flash or Eric Gordon? Sorry, like Flash Gordon's yeah. kid was Eric, wasn't it? Judging from the laughter and the You're silence, I'm guessing you're no. very close. Incredibly um, close. Um, Rick Gordon. Rick. Eric. 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 Close uh, enough. That's, that's uh, right. Eric. Rick. Look, we don't know that Rick isn't short for Eric, so I'm going to pay that one. Yeah. Um, and so I one think more. was Phantom's daughter 
Keisha or something? Kate started with a K. You know what the funny thing is? I've actually just gone started going back and watching some old defenders just just here and there, like one episode a week type thing whenever yep. I've got time. And the names is the last thing I paid attention yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I get a- Aisha or something for Phantom's daughter. Nah, I don't know. I'm 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 guessing here. Drowning. You Help me, me out. Throw out. Help oh. me out. Come on. So throwing the yeah. life so boy. The yeah. <laughs> life Jenna preserver. We've, we've got Jetta Walker, who's the daughter of, of the Phantom. Yeah, yeah. We've got LJ, who's life of his son, who of course is life of Junior. Of course. <laughs> you know, <laughs> LJ. Uh, we have <laughs> Kishin, who's the um, the adopted child of yeah, Bedrake. Yeah, yeah. We have. Prince Crotan and Princess Castra, who are the children of Ming the Merciless. Wait, what was the cat's name? What was the panther's name? Jetta. Like, she trans. No, trans- no, no. Her, she has a pet, like, Black oh, Panther. The pet. Yeah, I'm not, I don't have the pet's name. I bet you that's Keisha. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that probably is. So, the next question is. I'm going to look that up trans- now because I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure you are too. How many, many items were released in the Vintage Defenders line by Galoof? Items? Yeah, items. So figures, vehicles, whatever you 12. like. Any released in the Galoof line. Twelve. Yep. Nice. Jeez, straight it. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, six, well, six, six figures, figures and six vehicles. vehicles, yeah. Okay, and this one um, isn't to Ben, it's to all of you. Yeah. Um, so my apologies for that. Um, right. Each name the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles character that NECA has not announced that you hope they release it can be anything from films, animated um, video games or Eastman Lad Mirage stuff, whatever you like, just name one oh, I really want a Renee the time travelling yep, from, uh, yeah. from, from Mirage I, I, yep. if I don't have it, like there's so much I want but Renee for me it probably would be just the top one, that would be the one, yep. yeah I'm going to go something a bit uh, left, you know, like a bit different and yep. um, choose a character that might not be under the Mirage banner, but I'm sure will slip into the, um, you know, Ninja Turtles uh, universe, so to speak. And fingers crossed, uh, if NECA are able to make uh, it, it would just be sensational. And probably going off maybe the um, comic book style, uh, Yasaji. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rabbits. That is very much in their minds. Mm. Nothing's to announce, nothing's been done, but very much in their minds. Yeah. Randy yeah. did say that to Pixel Dan. I'm going to steal what probably would have been Darren's answer. I'm going the 1990 movie, and I want a tattoo figure. Like, I think Shredder and the Foot Soldiers are a little bit light on. You've got the four mm. turtles and yep. the Splinter. You're going to get Casey later on. Um, and Tatsu is fairly prominent, mainly in that first movie, but mm. he's around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like he's in the room with us. He's here, he's here. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> That should, so, so, so do I win? What do I win? If that's, if that's the last um, you know, quiz question, what do I win? Uh, what do you win? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Well, I, I would probably say Tatsu as well. Since Frank said it, my next one would be a human Baxter from, from the Fred Wolf cutter. Ooh, just yeah, to yeah, fill those gaps that have never, never been attempted before. Yes. But totally like what everyone said, I think that would all be wicked. 
Uh, and for a reference point, the uh, the panther from Defenders of the Earth, the name was Kisa. So I go. was 85% right. Just like the Kita, <laughs> yeah, your, <laughs> your evil right nemesis quote. Right answer, wrong question. <laughs> 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 well done, my friend. Well done. Um, you tripped me up on it. I didn't even remember the pet's names. <laughs> One day, I want to trip Darren up on a year question. Oh. You know, yeah. in, in what year? Oh, so easily done. So easily done. Uh, you know, it, it's going to happen. Someone's going to write a year question and trip me up on it, and I won't know. <laughs> but you make it sound like that's a big deal. Like, you know, it's never happened before. Because like, it hasn't happened before. before. It's a challenge. Right? I suspect it'll be a challenge to do that. But... I don't think so. Um, <laughs> It, you know, it'll be it'll be the date. It'll, he'll have the year, the month. It'll be the date that he probably. Uh, yeah. anyway, Afternoon, night, it. morning. That's Which right. one was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, all right. right. Is that it? We're gonna wrap. Yep. I all think right. we're done. Let's wrap. A massive shout out to all our fans for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. Thank you so much for your support and to all our patrons. Really appreciate your ongoing support and all the chat going on on the Discord. It's been fantastic as always. And hopefully, we'll see you around the toy aisles. And until next time, good journey. You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.